Hello, darlings. We're back again with this semi-regular podcast. <sighs> you know, who needs everything consistently? You just get dependent on it and bored of it. So it might be more of like a bi-monthly experience here. We'll see. Something I've been thinking about, and uh, I've been on Clubhouse a lot with some really different groups of people talking about similar things. And these similar things tend to be plant medicine. It's all the rage, you know. Uh, I'm an Aquarius, so I'm accustomed to doing things years before everyone else decides to trend it. And I'm not necessarily always a pioneer thinking about it first, but one of those... uh, on the boat, the you know, earlier than the group before the colonies are established, kind of my vibe, right? So one thing that I find people talking about is they're sharing their experiences in plant medicine retreats. Plant medicine is entheogenics, typically things like um, cactus, ayahuasca, psilocybin mushrooms, there's others, bufo toad, Iboga, Ibogaine, yada yada. There's more than we even know because indigenous and First Nation communities, they really know. And they have ceremonies that are even more sacred and closed in, rightfully so. But something we really have to talk about is uh, kind of perpetuated by the cult mentality. And what we're seeing more and more, this cult mentality, uh, if you're interested in red flags of cults and what cults are, you go research that. But what I'm going to talk about right now is this thing where somebody goes to a place and has a ceremony and then they feel like they've taken this pill that has changed their life and they go all in. Um, I have been one of these people, so I understand the want to be immersive, right? You know, you're like, buy the thing, do the thing, level up, get the jewelry, get the clothing, get the music, you know, you have an experience. It's like a Disneyland experience. You go to Disneyland and you have drink and eat and costume and get the Mickey ears and all that shit, right? So this part of our culture, I call it this Indo-European, Caucasian European culture, is kind of this. And I find that people come back from these retreats and they tell everyone they should go there. They should do this medicine and go there. And whether or not that's a smart idea. Because often people who are super fucking committed and into it um, have like, quote unquote, drank the Kool-Aid. And it could help you. But one, that medicine, if you can't realize that each of these plant medicines are not for just broadband use, typically um, it's the right medicine at the right time for the right people, the right place is huge. I myself do not feel like I need to fucking go to a jungle with poisonous snakes getting eaten alive by mosquitoes anymore. That's where I was doing a lot of this walking back and forth in the jungle in the dark 
felt traumatizing. Um, I had hands-on in a non-consensual way with a facilitator teacher. That was traumatizing. There were many things. We were f struggling for food because the people who were running the camp wanted money more than they wanted to feed us. That was traumatizing. <laughs> in many different levels of trauma, but when your body is going through fight or flight with all of these other people freaking out for survival, that in itself is medicine. I don't necessarily agree anymore that, that I needed to do more medicine on top of that. Um, I had profound experiences with ayahuasca and mushrooms through those moments. Do I feel the need to re construct those conditions in order for myself or other people to have those moments? No, I do not. I've been in a ceremony with San Pedro that was in uh, a safe place and the people and their mentality were immature and irresponsible and that was traumatizing. Um, so let's fast forward from this interesting, if you meet someone and they can't stop talking about plant medicine and how you should do it, where they did it, with who they did it, I say just say thank you very much for your opinion and walk away and do your own research, right? That's that. What I'd like to talk about more is this next step. So not every medicine is meant for everybody and every illness, and plant medicine doesn't fix everything. There's this these memes going around, which I think are really fucking stupid. And it shows me that you have no idea about the balance of all that is. People say, give cops ayahuasca and it'll all, they'll understand. Politicians should have to drink ayahuasca and they'll understand, you know, they'll be better people. This is a huge fallacy. This is a huge assumed lie that's propagated over and over and over again. And so I will go on record right this fucking minute and tell you taking plant medicine does not make a person better, kinder, gracious, selfless, caring, empathetic. It doesn't. Taking plant medicine does not give you the conscience of a good person. There is black and white, dark and light, to everything. And even plants that heal hold a point where if you are not in fucking check with yourself, that you can go to the dark side. And they're not going to run that shit. It's not their job. Because the saying in, uh, in one direction, there's a saying that I love. And it's, I go to the mountain, I ask, what will heal me? The mountain says me. I go to the ocean, I ask, what will heal me? The ocean says me. I go to the flowers and ask, what will heal me? The flowers say me. The elements of earth and the cosmos, the carbon that we are and the consciousness that fills us is completely unbiased. There is a different kind of nuance that having a consciousness and a soul, it's very different. And this is where the mythologies from the tree of knowledge come in that separate us from others in the ant animal kingdom is that we as humans have a bias and we have a lack of words and understanding of how to engage 
with uh, spiritual uh, elemental entities that do not have a bias. <sighs> For instance, a lot of the teachers, healers, maestros, um, as they're doing plant medicine and plant diets, they're like, well, you cannot masturbate or have sex. The plants will get jealous. This is interesting because not only are these people often speaking a different language as their first and they're um, interpreting to an English language for me and some others, the word jealous or jealousy is in its own uh, translation. But then imagine that you're taking a um, words, what are the words? I don't know, a, a ephemeral experience and trying to make sense of it. Um, I think we have this in the Sumerian tablets. We have this in mythology. I, I'd like to get rid of the word mythology because I believe it's all history. That people say, okay, 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 this is a good one. Uh, if you look at sacred geometry, there is a way of drawing uh, with the phi and the golden ratio, these concentric circles. And these circles interact, inter link with each other in measurements that over time they look like eyes like eyeballs like the way not like a round but the way that our um, eyelid becomes this almond shape right well and then it's part of this larger wheel connection that looks like the tubular torus kind of a donut shape and if you start to look at the way that people describe angels in the bible they do not describe them as humans that float down with wings on their shoulder blades. They talk about these beings um, with multiple heads, and there is this one celestial chariot of sorts, right? Spaceship type of thing. And it heralds down this angelic thing of different wheels. And they say the wheels had eyes on them, and they turned in every direction. And if you look at people drawing and painting the interpretation, it, what's most hilarious is that it's perfect, um, called dramaturgy in theater, when you're looking at a picture of the time and the place that people are speaking and sharing stories, right? So with what they have to imagine, it's like they have these four wagon wheels with wooden spokes and they draw eyeballs on them. So there's this point where you can only use words to describe so much and when we talk about jealousy in plants right there's people that'll say like plants don't kill but we have plants that eat bugs and things we have plants that are invasive that will take over others and it's not because they're evil and as people we do some dark shit and we call it evil because there's a different nuance to our consciousness. And I believe that all things have consciousness, though humans have this different sense of ego and self. Ego and self is probably a better. So there were a few plants that I was introduced to in the, in the um, Amazon that are very much loaded with a more, they say, sorceress power that these things give you very powerful uh, abilities if you do these dietas. So you have to fast and extreme diet for quite a while. These are, these are big ones, big heavy hitters. But they say the person who's 
doing this work has to be incredibly grounded, know themselves really fucking well, because this power will warp you. And these are people who I watch having sorcery battles, you know, whether we believe it or not. These people that are talking to me about these plants, I'm at the camp. We start to notice our ceremonies feeling very sideways and strange. And and it comes to light that there is another shaman doing brujeria on our camp because he was jealous of the money that our teacher was making. And yes, selfishly, these fuckers are making a lot of fucking money. I mean, everyone just assumes that it's like American people or European people holding retreats that are like money gouging. But honey, it's it's just an across the goddamn board thing at this point. Anybody who's doing a healing retreat seems to be making a fuck ton of money. And I know this because I could see the gold that these people were wearing. I saw the houses they're living in. I saw the multiple really fucking nice cars when they're living in towns that are totally impoverished. And even though people can come up from living on the fucking streets, there's a point where going unchecked, it goes unchecked. So this gets really dark really fast because we have this complement of our European religious training that says, give up my power to the person who can save my soul, which now then translates to give up my autonomy to the person who can help save me from my trauma or my physical illness. So people are showing up to these healing facility retreats, ceremonies, and facilitators, which, I mean, everyone's so fucking celebrity obsessed. You'll let anybody do almost anything. And if you're one of the people that say, don't approach me like that, please respect my space, don't touch me like that, usually the group will then black sheep, blacklist, blackball attack. I've experienced this because even though I'm talking about my boundaries for some God for fucking sake and reason, everybody is so fucking attached to individually making the same group choice everyone else is that the minute that I make a choice about my own fucking body, space, mind, you know, um, consensually, you know, interactiveness with ceremony um, it threatens the fact that other people have given up their power. It's, I talk about this a lot. Like, um, I had a whole rambling podcast about it at one point. That, like, the minute you decide to wake up, everyone's going to push back. Or the minute you decide to do anything different, people push back. Not because they don't want you to succeed, but because they don't want to believe that there was some other way that they could have gone about anything. And that's what it is. This is what makes people uncomfortable. The fact that you could succeed by doing something that they hadn't thought of, that they were, that they didn't want to do, that they were in denial about, and it doesn't have anything to fucking do with them. But the minute you do it, you know, oh yeah, honey, we are in a tattletale community. We are in a, you know, you know, what is it? A see something, say something kind of mentality. People cannot figure out it's hard. We're all talking about setting boundaries and stuff. And that's fucking great. Except that a lot of people want to bypass doing their own goddamn work. And they'll just tell you you're crossing a boundary when you've actually established one for yourself. 
And this is tricky. You're going to lose friends over it. You're going to lose community. Um, You'll have to choose not to be on that WhatsApp chat where people are just talking about endless stupid shit because they don't know how to go get a life outside of the retreat that they just went to. I mean, it's really fucking adorable the first couple times, but after I've held dozens of anywhere from yoga to plant to meditation, whatever fucking retreats, you just notice everyone's hardcore in the beginning and then the fucking whatever weirdos cling to for a long time. And then you try to reach it back. Like, I mean, just two, two years ago, I went to a retreat and every once in a while I Instagram likes somebody something and they like mine, but we went from really sharing resources to everybody just gone. Poof, their own life. It would help if people could just become a little less fucking extreme in the very beginning. But I get it. Everyone wants to be saved. Everyone wants to be healed. You know what? That plant medicine isn't doing the fucking healing you are. That healer isn't doing the fucking healing you are. And you are them and they are you because we are all one in that stupid shit, right? It's true. Yes, I may sing a song that has a vibrational impact on your quantum field because we are all vibrational patterns. Look up somatics. We're all vibrational patterns that create a unique imprint, like a thumbprint. And when you have trauma or tension or stress or disease... It's like a kink in a space. And what color, flower, sound, light therapy does is, okay, imagine this. Imagine you drop a stone into a pond and you see the circular ripples, okay? Those ripples are, imagine, your imprint. And if you just keep going, it just keeps going and it just keeps going and it just keeps going. But if I was to drop another stone a different size in next to it, those ripples would then interact and hit and cross through yours. And this creates cathartic change. And we are living such exhausted, stressed, sleep-deprived lives that we may not be as subtly aware of these enormous changes with these tiny ripples but it's real a lot of people are going to do plant medicine because they want to see something whether it's the answers to a problem or aliens (laughs) they just everyone wants hallucinations but that's cute but it actually causes i believe more problems Because when you are seeing things that you don't understand, and that's really what it is, is consciously, subconsciously, there's huge difference. There's something going on that does make sense, but if you're watching, okay, watching a movie with no captions and the sound off, you can imagine what's going on. You can see what's going on, but you can't hear the words and you don't know what they're saying then you're not sure really what the fuck is going on. And this is what I believe is happening in most plant medicine visuals, is that there's a lot of logic and reason, but also it's coming from a perspective and a, and a source language that we are not supposed to be in on. Um, consciously, intellectually, 
okay? Yes, vibratory. Yes, subconsciously. In a quantum way, yes, I do believe everything is meant to be. So if you see some shit, you see some shit. But you know what? If you go to a ceremony and you don't see anything and you just sit there shaking and sweating, I believe you're doing more healing than than if you saw something. And what do I mean by that? If you are physically, it's called off-gassing, laughing, crying, yawning, vomiting, shaking, sweating, sleeping. These things are actual signs of your physical body processing and moving through stress, trauma, and healing. What do you want? Do you want a fucking joyride where you just see a bunch of cool shit? Or are you actually there to fix yourself? Because I think there should be two things. One, plant retreats and plant medicine facilitators should 100% stop stop advertising your shit as trauma therapy and healing unless you have certified legitimately on board have certificates actively working trauma therapists okay there are a fuck ton of these places that are taking your money and they are all about it and they're like come I'll help you with trauma because they say mushrooms help you heal from trauma ayahuasca helps you heal your shadow these things will help you heal your addiction honey they might they very well might I've experienced that shit but you know who's not going to help you do that? The facilitators, if they don't have the training. The facilitators, the, um, the helpers, the angels, the teachers, the maestros, the, all of them, all of them. Healers, even indigenous healers. I don't believe that you should be talking about these things as quote-unquote trauma healing experiences Unless you have an actual structure at some point that somebody who has the education, the certification for trauma healing is involved. I'm going to say it. And I challenge any fucking one to like, well, I don't even want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Don't even write into me because I already know. Like you'll be like, but these people do. But these people really help me with my trauma. Well, guess what? You're fucking lucky. That's what you are. You're fucking lucky because I've seen a fuck ton of people try their hand at some shit they learned on the goddamn internet or they've seen themselves or their own therapist said to them and it has made shit a mess. There's this guy, I joke, I call him Alpaca Jesus. (laughs) This asshole. This asshole was doing San Pedro ceremony and it was like some Joseph Smith shit. He's like letting the, the helpers help people who are who the fuck knows right one of them was like i've never done this before great fucking great he let the helpers run everything while he needed to sleep under his hat because that's how he talks to spirit and then he would pop his hat off and he'd go sit in front of somebody and he would aggressively pick their brain apart while they were high as fuck on san pedro people sobbing He's accusing people of holding anger and being aggressive. And I was watching and that shit was not happening, right? Like, fuck this dude, this fucking sandy-haired, blue-eyed goddamn idiot. And I'm blue-eyed and sandy-haired, but I'm not going to walk around acting like a pompous prick 
while starting some shit that I don't have education around. And I'm sorry, I am one of the few. I am one of the very, very few that probably should be holding space, but I'm so fucking sick of everybody jumping on this Instagram bandwagon of, of medicine healing. Also, watch out. Watch out as decriminalization is becoming rampant throughout the states that I'm all about. I'm all about it. Go ahead and decriminalize. It's fucking great. Stop fucking with people doing shit that is actually helping themselves, okay? But what I'm not about is now every fucking body wants to be a mushroom shaman. I know, Charles. You hate that shit, don't you? Yeah, you do. You love to get up in these assholes' faces. Watch out. Watch out. I have this fucking idiot who was a checker at Trader Joe's up in Seattle. And he was, like, talking to me, growing mushrooms. He's, he's like, I'm growing mushrooms. And, like, and I had this vision while on mushrooms that I'm supposed to be mushroom Jesus. And I'm supposed to be a mushroom shaman. And I was like, well, that's interesting. What's your training? You know what? I don't judge people all the time. No, that's a lie. I do. I'm, judging. I'm judging all the time. I don't always say my mind about it because even though I'm judging everybody all the time, it's not my place to give my fucking opinion unless somebody wants it. And here's where I'm going to give it. He didn't even have a single certification degree, nothing. He barely finished his high school. He has no other anything. I'm like, are you doing yoga? Are you doing meditation? Are you doing color therapy? Are you doing hypnotism? Like, what the fuck are you doing? Nothing. Nothing. And these are the people that are showing the fuck up. So here it is. Here it is. Fuck these visions. Fuck trying to see things. You can either have a great time or you can get some fucking work done. And most of the people that are going to pop up and show themselves as new and improved Instagram's fucking influencer, mushroom shaman. If you're really going to buy that shit, watch out. I hate to say you deserve to lie in the bed, but if it's too good to be true, then honey, what the fuck it is. Um, I hate how expensive healing retreats have become because it makes it very much only at one level of availability. Uh, and when I attended my first ceremony, it was $200. Yeah, $200 a person per night for an eight plus hour facilitation, y'all. $200. That's like a stupid night out in Seattle that I would regret versus the 200 to $400 for a weekend that changed my life. And I saved up for months putting $50 aside for like four months before I knew I could afford it. And then that was great. When I came back in 2016 and I tried to hold space for people and I was like $200 a night and I'll take care of everyone board. Mind you, when I did it, I had to bring my own fucking camping gear, my own food, my own everything. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to have a house that people can sleep in beds and we'll have food. And I'm going to ask $100 per night plus $50 for food. And I got pushback. I got pushback. I got people like, oh, I can't, I don't know, it's too much, all that, all that shit. But go ahead. 
go ahead and spend thousands of dollars on a fucking plane ticket and all your fucking travel accessories and get eaten alive in the jungle by mosquitoes with all these fucking fancy-ass yoga retreats. And when you get there, you're going to have to upgrade your package to feel like you're really included and you are thousands of dollars in the hole. 50-50, you're walking out of there with some bullshit idea that you healed something, but nothing really tangible. Because you know when this shit really happens is when you leave ceremony. So you can have people holding space, and that's what it is. I'm going to hold the fucking space for you because you don't know what the fuck is going to happen. And what I find is that people who are unaware of their own ability to handle stress or fear... They need someone who knows what's going to happen, who stays calm to hold them through the space. And there's a variety of things, okay? So the thing is, there's a lot that goes into each of these. There's a lot that goes into each different plant ceremony. There is a lot. Yes, find the elders. Yes, find the indigenous. But do not take the bait if they're telling you, I will heal you, because it's not a promise. Do not take the bait if it says trauma healing and there's nobody there who is not absolutely actively certified. Do not take the bait and just spend a fuck ton of money on something and not realize that that... It may not be everything. It may feel like everything, but it's going to get gnarly when you get back. And the biggest thing is if I could just implore yet again, plant medicine, taking plant medicine does not make anyone a better person. It's only going to invite us to look at what we are ready to see. Okay. Plant medicine doesn't force you to do anything. It's also not going to do anything that you're not ready for. So whether it feels like too much or too little, babe, that's where it's the fuck at, okay? So stop showing up to these retreats thinking that everybody is above board. A lot of people really are. A lot of people really give a shit. But honey, this is marketing. This is commercialism. This is consumerism, and that is not how healing happens. Okay, I'm Kate Ryan. This is my time. Uh, follow me on Instagram. I got some YouTube. I'll have some shit on my website. I got music. Uh, Clubhouse every Sunday for some sound bath magic. Uh, I'm shutting down Patreon because I'm, I'm bored. I need to actually interact with people. So uh, if you're in New Mexico, also come find me fucking love you. You're fucking fabulous. Do your thing and don't give a fuck what anyone else thinks. You rock.